Welcome to the Alpha Dude Podcast with Michael Pulser. What would it be like if you knew that you were unstoppable and you could live life on your terms? Better yet, how good would it feel knowing that on your deathbed, you had fulfilled all your potential and more? Life on Earth has a beginning and an end. It's what you do in the middle that counts. Let's look at how to make that part even better. When learning math, pretty soon you become familiar with the concept of addition and subtraction. Addition involves bringing something extra that wasn't there before, where subtraction is removing a part. The Olfadood system involves both of these as it applies to your personal growth. Generally, the alpha male component of the Olfadood system requires adding on, learning tools, techniques, or principles which you can use to enhance yourself. The other component, being the dude, involves more of a subtraction phase. What can I let go of? Am I trying too hard? Realizing that in letting go of your own and others' judgments, you are truly better off. There is a crossover. So in any situation, you can ask yourself, what can I add or what can I let go of? This often leads to letting go of things like taking yourself too seriously. And this makes all the difference. When you put these two aspects together, It is quite synergistic. The key takeaway is this. You have the dude component, which is to take away all the crap for your whole life, clear the muck away until you can see clearly and be comfortable with who you are. And the alpha male component. When you get free of all the rubbish, perhaps it's problem solved and you can live an amazing life. However, if you are not in the 1% that's like that, you may notice that the general population for some reason doesn't always gravitate to your brilliance unless if you show them. In order to do this, bring something extra to the party. Bring in the additional tools we learn from the alpha male. Most of us are torn between two deep desires. The first is to be ourselves and accepted, to express who we are at the deepest level, while being loved for it without fear of being rejected or persecuted. Then there is the flip side, to be powerful and strong, respected, not necessarily in a nasty way, but in such a way that we can live our lives without fear or rejection of persecution as well. So they both have the same objective? Absolutely, the two desires don't contradict each other. Yet at face value, it seems like it is exactly what they do when we ask ourselves, why do I get walked on? whenever I open myself to others? Or how come I feel so fake when I act confident? Or why is life so hard? In order to bring these two desires together, we first have to understand them for what they are. Then we can join them. Firstly, think about the greatest example of a person who is totally comfortable with who they are. The boss, the charismatic celebrity, the mentor. When I try to answer the question, I think of my little boy when he was a baby. What makes a baby so special? Apart from the fact that they don't care what others think of them, they are pretty much the epitome of self-acceptance. And yet they're loved and admired by almost everyone. They are so cute. And yes, being cute is a big part of being loved and admired. All analogies fall apart at some point. The point I'm trying to make though is that babies 
Learn how to be self-conscious and social conditioning ensures that insecurities will follow and finally lead them to reading a book like this about when they get old enough and when they get messed up enough, what they can do. How did we get so messed up? Being a parent, it's useful in answering this question. Constantly watching and trying to encourage your child while using discipline as a tool to help shape them, it is easy to see that at some point as they mature, they come to terms with the simple fact that either this is not a perfect world or this is not a perfect person. The answer to the above is a matter of personal perspective. And at the end, I'll give my perspective. But in the meantime, let's learn to deal the hand we are played with and start with what we have and where we want to go. Unfortunately, no amount of philosophical discussion will change where you are right now. The Alpha Dude is a concept derived of various fields, but most noticeably, it blends in the concept of being an alpha male and being a dude. Face it, those who are familiar with the alpha male term know that these are the leaders in society. The coolest people in societies are alpha males. From the best actors to the leader in any group, all leaders of gangs and groups tend to be alpha males. As these are social organizations and the organization needs a leader, basically the alpha male is the guy who takes it upon himself to take the lead. The alpha males are dominant and command the respect of their peers. How you feel about others is one way to identify the alphas. If you look at these people with awe or resentment, you may be the beta. However, if you recognize such males with a sense of acknowledgement and respect in some form, chances are you're both alphas. It is based on power and dominance. The dominance is truly the cornerstone of nature's most successful beast. The alpha male in the wolf pack is sure to lead, eat the best, mate with the most, and live the richest lives. But we're not in the wild. The alpha males of today are often termed as an aberration of society. In fact, although science recognizes the strengths of these males, it also recognizes that they integrate as problems in society. Many times the alpha male alienates himself from deep and meaningful contact in lieu of gaining respect. Programs have been set up just to coach alpha males because of their inability to deal with authority. And in today's world, we live in an age of civilization and order. And to truly become an alpha male, the dominance required to rule over others would necessitate the need for violence. To dominate someone means to make the other submit. This may be in violent physical terms or threats. And finally, if the alpha male is not the physically strongest, then he may lose the confrontation that took place and he'll be replaced from another alpha male. And besides everything I've just said, to beat up somebody just to be the top of the social hierarchy is absolutely ridiculous. Although the alpha male is extremely powerful, there are known flaws that we observe. We should not throw the baby out with the bathwater. If you're already the alpha male, then you should examine yourself deeply and see if there are parts of you that aren't integrated, if you don't have that internal consistency, if you have any degree of cognitive dissonance, 
focus on the dude area and develop that. But if you're like most of us, not in the 1% and you're not the alpha male, then you can and should definitely add new powerful habits from the alpha male. Remember though, always work on the dude aspect first. Spend some time consciously aware of the times when you lower yourself to others. Remember that time when you might have said sorry when someone bumped into you? These small changes will pay massive dividends in the future. Let's examine more closely the dude. The concept of the dude is essentially being true to yourself and others. It is paramount to take care of this aspect before any alpha upgrades. Mathematical self-improvement means subtract the BS that's covering up yourself, then add the alpha components, and together you have the synergistic attitude of the alpha dude. But back to the dude. Dude has been used throughout pop culture so much that it is written in a context that can be seen as kind of corny. However, those who are able to see past this will remember hearing someone described as a dude. The stereotypical dude is a cool guy, probably a surfer type who is relaxed and happy. This is an attractive personality for many. Everyone loves a dude. Someone who is naturally happy, unfazed and chilled out. The personality lends itself to resilience. Their stress levels are decreased and consequently they are seen as easygoing. The dude is fun-loving and will be sure to enjoy life. These people value living in the moment and are always up for a good time. While all of this applies to the definition of the dude, you can easily replace it to yourself at your highest level, being true to yourself and being able to express it without being concerned about being judged or ridiculed. In fact, to be yourself at the very highest level would mean that, strictly speaking, you would have nothing but love and concern for another person. This should be good enough on its own, right? Well, let's check out a typical situation. Perhaps the dude is out having fun, surfing or whatever, and then he enters mainstream for an appointment. His laid-back attitude is charming and quaint. People are relieved to see how easygoing this guy is and how he has such a relaxed attitude. Then, as he meets more and more people from different environments, the dude may not fit in. At the business meeting, the dude may then rely on his stereotypical image to be a slacker and justify his outlook. This ultimately compromises this fun-loving dude. Notice in the example that the dude turned to a slacker image to make things work. This is classic behavior of those who allow reality to happen to them. If you are allowing reality to happen, not creating it, then you must work with what you are given. This means making sense of your situation through justifying and excusing yourself. The very moment you start to make excuses for yourself or your behavior is the same moment you will find life is happening to you. Many people look down on those who are different and generally someone who is at the deepest level, really fun and happy, just don't easily fit into everyday life unless they have inner strength. Inner strength that others can see. Inner strength that means that they can have fun and not be walked on. Inner strength like the alpha male. Have you ever noticed that many people try to be dudes and get called out on it? This is not because they lack alpha qualities to make the impression stick, 
although this would probably help. This is because the person is imitating qualities of others which are seen as being cool. The dude that you are may not be a surfer, but through years of protecting yourself from other criticisms, you may have forgotten who you really are. The dude in the above example did not care about what others thought, which was great, but yet was ineffective in the real world. The dude you are is what's left when you realize that you make the universe what you want, that you actually make things happen and things don't just happen to you. When you realize this and it hits home, the parts of you affected by this mentality of why it's happening to me become replaced with real autonomy. This new perspective allows you to see yourself as you really are, that person that makes things happen without fear of judgment. This is the dude. The alpha male is powerful and respected, while the dude is charismatic and enjoys life, but can you really have both? This is where the alpha male relaxes and meets the dude. Power without the stress, enjoyment without the compromise of respect. Essentially, the dominant features of the alpha male are retained with the ability to be relaxed and have fun at the same time. This means that people are not bound by their personalities, but they can express themselves however they want to. Some authors look at these two aspects as being polar opposites, and there is some validity in it. To be stronger and more powerful often leads to being perceived as being colder, while being friendlier and loving makes you perceived as being weaker. However, if you think about the most charismatic person you know, chances are that they were incredibly strong and powerful, yet incredibly warm and loving. They were alpha males, with the ability to love as a dude. They were alpha dudes. Ask yourself, is this what you want for yourself at the highest level? Before we go there though, ensure that you've checked off the following list. Number one, do not appeal to others for validation. And this means if you blindly accept others' positions or you seek people's opinion on everything or put them in the position to judge you, deliberately, such as saying, am I okay or is this okay? Stop it. Number two, look into perceived flaws. There is a time and a place for everything, and there are only certain times you should look into this. If you look into your flaws randomly during the day, chances are it's more about self-sabotaging. Any problems or flaws should have an allotted time to analyze and work through. Then if it comes up again, another predetermined time should be arranged to look into this again. The outcome is that the problems should be dealt with, not ignored, and that nagging voice in your head should die a quiet death. A very important aside first, before any activity is undertaken, an outcome must be decided. But even more importantly than that, we must ask ourselves this question every single day. Why get out of bed in the morning? My bed, in particular, is way more cozy than most. With pillows galore and perfect temperature, it is comfort by definition. And lying down takes on a whole new meaning, where my body is actually molded to the bed each time I lie down. The softness of 1,000 thread sheets, the climate control, always set to perfect. When I hit the bed, guaranteed I will not be awake five minutes later. So it had better be pretty good reason to get up 
or else I'll probably just stay in bed. Some days I've chosen the later option, but not since I've discovered that there were some great reasons to get out of bed. My reasons are personal, but my objective is the same as yours. Find out what's important to you. If you want to live your life as you have, then just get a novel and put aside the podcast. If you feel like you want to move and take action to get respect and success in all areas of your life, then all of the Alphadood system will absolutely help you. What would it be like if you knew that you could not fail? If you deeply understood that there was no way that you could get stopped? What would it feel like to achieve your goals and dreams, then powering beyond them? Where would you take life if you understand that life doesn't take you? The essential concepts have allowed myself and others to move away from the victim traits to truly living dreams, and that's all contained in the Alpha Dude system. Best of all, it's concept-based, so you can take the parts that apply to your life and adapt them uniquely to yourself. The hero's journey begins with the dude. Then you get hurt. Facing this, you stand up and develop into the alpha. And after some success, you are missing something. The few people who are ready to step up and merge them together into a truly great fashion, these people embody the alpha dude. The alpha dude is broken down into four principles and two dimensions. And they will be referenced as following. The two dimensions being the alpha and the dude concept in which we've talked about already. The other components are broken down as the four A's. Attitude, aptitude, altitude and amplitude. These are alliterations using the A from alpha and the second part of dude. Just trying to make it memorable. But these four traits are all that you need. These four traits are the modus operandi of the system. And it makes it so that you can install these features into your nervous system so that they will be on tap whenever you need them. In other words, it allows you to embody the alpha dude system. Finally, there are two super dimensions in which we keep coming back to. And these are where we align these four principles, not only to ourselves, but to others. This is very important because it will be reoccurring and the conscious action of applying these principles to yourself and in analyzing where others sit relating to the dimensions means that you'll be able to live the life you want and have better relationships with others through understanding how others live. This filters down to an unconscious understanding and this is where the true mastery takes place. Essentially, you will work on internalizing these principles and after a short period, it is possible to live in the moment. However, your moment will have a much better quality. The attributes of the Alpha Dude allow for the individual to express himself as he wishes. There is great power attained in the principles that commands respect from others. The Alpha Dude can go through life and internalize these principles in probably as little as a month and the results are amazing. We will cover the principles deeper as we go on, but just initially, attitude, as you'd suspect, is the combination of your outlook, your character, and your personality. Aptitude is your abilities and skill set. Altitude is related to your physical, particularly your body language and how you appear physically in general. Amplitude is the frequency of waves, and in this context, it relates to your communications, primarily your vocal communication. So from here onwards, 
instead of using the terms dude and alpha male, we'll put them together and have that synergistic concept of the alpha dude instead. Just to come back to the concept of living in the moment, this in NLP is known as uptime, and in modern psychology or pop psychology, it's called be here now. It's also called mindfulness. Essentially, if you're thinking about anything else except for what you're doing presently, you will not be living to the fullest in the moment. Why is this important? Well, firstly, it increases the richness in your experience. Actually living rather than thinking or being caught in yourself is described as being in a peak of an experience. A common objection is, what if I am doing right now? What if it is so painful? Can I focus on something else? The common response to this is that you must deal with it either now or in the future through rumination. So you may as well deal with it right now and head on. Besides, the growth of dealing with things leads to a ridiculous amount of growth in all aspects of your life. This expands who you are and opens the door to having greater experiences in the future. Practitioners of mindfulness describe this state should be sought 24-7. However, I don't think so. I don't think it's realistic, and I think this would actually work against you. For example, while driving to work each day, I listen to an incredible amount of audio teaching. From this, I've learned a new language and developed a fair degree of expertise in around three different subjects while staying up to date in my career. If I was mindful during my drive, then I honestly wouldn't have time to listen to those audio teachings and would be poorer, in my opinion, for it. So I recommend try it on, but prepare first using the four A principles and use it where it counts. So far, we have focused on personal growth as it applies to ourselves. However, we are not systems in isolation. An important part is to realize that as we grow, it affects those around us. Essentially, if you're in a relationship and then any changes you make, they're bound to impact your partner in the relationship. So I have brought in relationships expert to speak a few minutes about how personal growth applies to relationships. Take it away, Jurgen. I think we all want to grow. It is part of nature that we want to grow. Look at the tree, look at uh, plants, look at animals. They all want to grow. And we human beings have this inert wish to be greater, to, to, to grow, to, to expand. Expand our horizon, expand our mind, expand our awareness. And therefore, I think personal development is a thing everybody should do. Especially when you are in a relationship, you need to understand that your relationship is helping you to grow. To grow as a person, to grow as a human being. And if you have kids, to grow into parenthood, to be a father, to be a mother. And what I oftentimes see with relationships is that one person gets onto this path of personal development, whereas the other person is not. And that's a, a surefire way to move apart from each other. Because just imagine one person is going on to personal development and thereby growing and expanding, whereas the other person might be happy and content with where they are and where they are at. And then 
the distance starts to grow and eventually they say something like we've grown apart or we've lost connection or he or she has changed so much that we can't keep our relationship up as it used to be. One of my mentors, Dr. John DeMartini says, you want to have the similarities and the differences in an equilibrium. If the differences are greater than the similarities, then you put the other person onto a pedestal. If the similarities are greater than the differences, you put the other person into the pit or you yourself feel superior to that person. The moment the similarities and the differences are, in, at a, are at an equilibrium, you have enough friction to grow, enough friction to make it interesting and sparking, but at the, similar, at the same time enough similarities to keep yourself together, to keep the relationship together. So here you have it. This is my take on personal growth, on, on personal development. I think we all should venture and yeah, have the idea of becoming a, a better person in our lives and, and venture onto the path of personal development. And that can be different for everyone because whatever your passion is, whatever your desire is, um, if you pursue it, you, personal development will help you to get you there. Hope you enjoyed the podcast. If so, rate it from the place you downloaded it. For any questions, send an email to michaelpulser at gmail.com. If you liked the podcast so far, you will love Michael Pulser's new book coming out soon, Alpha Dude Personal Upgrade. In this text, we look deeper at the Alpha Dude system with many not-seen-before tools and techniques which will upgrade you so you can fulfill your potential. Stay tuned for details.